Okay, real quick, did you see this uh, Nelson Mandela story? And not the obvious that he that he passed, but did you see the one about his uh, sign language interpreter? Kind of, not really. I I saw something like a headline, and I, I just glossed right over it. I was I was watching the, the news when it came out a few days or whatever about uh, he has he they did the ceremony for him. And quick side note, what was kind of cool is you know how they always do a moment of silence for somebody. They did the opposite. They had like a moment of uh, like a applause or you know a roar and i thought that's that's kind of better i think when i when i when i pass on it shouldn't be for at least months now but when i do yeah i want people to make some noise or whatever but they white did people that don't, white people don't do that no no at the, you mean, at the funeral yeah. it's more of just kind of sit there right i understand but uh yeah, I I was watching this on the news and they're showing the guy. Uh, gosh, if I pronounce his name correctly, common spelling, it's a uh, Tam Tamsanka Janche. I'm gonna go with that. Well, they're doing this memorial service for him, and he's standing, you know, really within arm's reach of President Barack Obama. And every time somebody says something, he's doing the sign language. And I know I don't know how to sign. I know how to since I watched Meet the Parents. I know how to do. You gotta take a dump i know how to do that but uh he's a 34 year old sign language interpreter now it's unclear to me i'm sure somebody does know whether or not that's his main gig that's what he does but turns out that the whole time everything he was doing was just gibberish so anyone that's uh deaf that's watching this guy is just going like what the fuck what's he doing he's just doing like you know people walking birds flying just making weird ass noises and it uh and it was just hilarious because I'm watching this dude on TV, and once they said that, you can see his hands, and you can see he's not. I don't like I said I don't know. It's not articulate. I don't know. Crisp with the sign. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this dude's got a Listen, list. I don't know sign language, but I know you don't know it either. <laughs> exactly. That's what it. That's what it was like. He's just doing this weird. Yeah, it looks like he's doing like explosions, like the Death Star. He's just keeping. But uh, yeah, it came out later that he was making it up. And so obviously, all these deaf people were upset with him. Uh, Later on, it says the 34-year-old later claimed that he may have suffered a schizophrenic attack in which he saw angels flying into the stadium. So not only was he just making the shit up, he was having like a full-on episode. You know, like what, what point, he was watching was not what everybody what else was watching. Do you just throw yourself at the mercy of listen? I fucked up. Yeah, I just, fucked up real bad. What are they going to really do to you? It's not like he committed a crime. I mean, the guy just made an ass of uh, Mandela, really, and the president. I mean, but what did he really do that was, it's not like, it, like in a lot of these other cases, you know, is this guy going to lose his job as an interpreter? He's not an interpreter. He's he's lying. So really, what what's at stake? What's this dude's real job? Well, he was saying that he was having episodes. He was having like a, a bit of a meltdown, as it were. And it says, uh, his wife added later that her husband was supposed to go for a checkup the, the day before the ceremony. But when he got the interpreting job, the this day, sounds like a bunch of malarkey. The day before the event. So the day before a Nelson Mandela memorial service. They're like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Can you come out and sign? And he's probably like, yeah. I mean, what? what, what? Yeah. You I mean, see the wife you like, mean, like sign listen. language? Like for real? Like what time? You, know? you didn't agree to that, did you? And he's like, uh, I mean, yeah. But you don't know how to sign. Right. How many sign language jobs are you going to take before right. someone calls you out? Wouldn't it be great if the guy it was a wrong number and it was just some dude It was just like, I guess. I like had nothing else going on or whatever. You need me to come, I come. I don't know. You were scaring me. 
Yeah, but I just thought, dude, I just thought it was so hilarious. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, this guy, what's at stake? In front of really, everybody, what, though. I think it's funny. It's so I mean, hilarious. Obviously, it's humiliating and it's wrong but and it's disrespectful. But at the time, nobody knows. So they're just I, I watching him like, yeah. But that's really him. the only blowback. My thing is, okay, the other big news story, I guess, since now you've said that, is the Phil Robertson, the guy, the dad, uh, the patriarch of the Duck Dynasty. Well, what family. they should all do is just go, I've been, I've been, I've been under stress. And I've been uh, drinking a little bit. I'm going to go to rehab, and I'm sorry. And then you do that five days later. The lesson wow. learned is this: a never ever, and and again, man. I, next year, this is something we're going to do as a every week. We're going to keep up on this kind of stuff. We're when you when you, when you apologize uh, for something that either you did wrong or didn't do wrong, really, I mean, I wouldn't apologize to anybody for anything like in a public forum. Because it's 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 bullshit. No. So this Phil Robertson apparently was like doing a an interview for I, I don't remember what magazine it was, but I know it was like one of the like a big magazine, like you know uh, Men's Health Glamour, one of the you know like a bigger magazine, Family they, Circus. Yeah, oh, that's a, a cartoon. Apparently, highlights. Apparently, they asked him his take on uh, how do you be. feel about gays? And I'm not just saying that because he's dude with you know, a beard that walks around and shoots shit and lives in like you know in the Bayou Swamp and. You know, no. basically thumps the Bible. Is that, that right? Yeah, I mean that's that's what. What do you think he's going to say? Dude, I'm so proud. I've never seen one episode. Oh, it's great. That or, I'm telling you the this. Kardashian show. Say what you will, but unlike the Kardashians, there sh- the Kardashians pretend to be like this is a life or a view into our real life. It's bullshit. These guys, it's obviously a joke. You know what they're doing is these setup scenarios or whatever, and it's 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 lighthearted and it's it doesn't hurt anybody. If they're fighting so, your comedy, I don't watch reality. Bottom line is this: whether you like them or not, it really doesn't make a difference. If you if you watch a show, I guarantee you'd enjoy it because I was the same way. I'm like, well, I don't like hunting, yeah. and I don't like you know hillbillies. Got to be something to it. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's whatever you yeah. know. But the whole thing is some liberal douche set this guy up 100 percent to fail. And it's like if you ask him that question, or it came out during the interview, can't you just know, like, hey, this this guy's a good guy, and this is gonna hurt him. It's gonna hurt if he didn't know any better. It's gonna hurt him in the public eye. Smart enough to dodge that, dude. Super the guy slow, they supposedly have nine billion dollars, so I'm sure he he's got the fu money like more than Oprah. But the fact of the matter is, is why why would you just not put that question, leave that question out? Why why is it important what Phil Robertson thinks? Because then everyone's gonna hear his name. You're the guy but he's not Phil the guy. He's not the guy that wants it out there. She, you know, who him, her, whoever interviewed him. It's like, again, for this guy's sake, he's a nice enough guy. It's like, well, that's probably one of those things we're just not going to air. But you know, obviously, you want to sell magazines or whatever. Well, did he but, say anything horrible, or was he just no. like, I'm not? He for also, it. on top of saying, yeah, he said he wasn't. He basically just said what the Bible says, and then on top of it, he said, I still love everybody. It's just I don't. It's not right. You know, it's that's not what it's. Adrian supposed to Peterson be. says it all the time. <laughs> A lot of people apologize this year. Um, another one more recently than even. Oh, no, what I was going to say is if you wait five days instead of giving. Because uh, then you see in the news like three, four or five days later, all of a sudden it's like Phil Robertson speaks out. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why do you don't need to speak out? We heard what you had to say the first time. Yeah. Don't make it worse. We were Just talking about that a couple weeks ago. Just it, you it will go away. Right. Miley Cyrus will pull out like a joint or something. Nobody will go. Oh. <laughs> Whether it'll go away or not really isn't the, the point. Is that somebody else will do something to overshadow what you've done? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the the newest one I saw was Steve Martin got in trouble on Twitter, and Steve Martin apparently tweeted. Somebody wrote to him, "How do you spell uh, Lazonia?" 
And he wrote, it depends if you were in an Africa. It says, how do you spell lasagna? L-A-S-O-N-I-A. That's what somebody tweeted to him. The Duck Dynasty guy gets the gay question and he gets lasagna? <laughs> and he puts, it depends if you're in an African-American neighborhood or an Italian restaurant. Okay. So basically saying like that's how a black person would say lasagna. Yeah. I mean, but gets he joke, then but... came back. He deleted the tweet immediately, but some asshole took a picture of it and then like sent it to, you know, tweeted it off to some, you know, Huffington Post or somewhere like that. And so now he's issued an apology saying like, well, it wasn't, I didn't mean it that way. It's like, dude, you didn't mean it that way. And so what? It's, why is that a horrible, nasty joke? It, it's it for one thing, it's a it's just a bad joke. It's not funny. It's stupid. What's but the original word he was? Lasonia, L A S O N I A, and it's out of context. I don't. That. It was they were having a back. All these people were having a back and forth, but the joke was that he said that Lasonia, you know, depending on. I'm offended by how bad the joke. Yeah, is. Steve Martin's super funny, but super lasonia? shitty joke. Not yeah, black people don't have lasonia. How about Alec Baldwin having? Uh, he lost a television show for making a um, a homophobic remark Real to quick, a cameraman. Steve Martin just go like, I'm Steve Martin. Yeah, you guys I'm... have been watching me for several <laughs> decades. You know who I am. Yeah, like, I'm a comic from... I was Father of the Bride. Like, kiss my ass. If you guys now all of a sudden think I'm racist, blow me. That would never... He should say that. Because here's the thing. Does anyone care what Steve Martin's doing? Yeah, anyway. Like, well, he's been playing his banjo. Right. Okay, first of all, you don't do Which that without being a racist. Really so, <laughs> you can't play a banjo yeah, without being no, racist. No, it's never occurred. No uh, one's ever played a banjo without dropping a few end bombs. Alec Baldwin had a late up up late with Alec Baldwin. It was uh, it debuted on October 11th, and it was canceled like immediately because he made a homophobic slur at a photographer uh, when he was like walking in to testify at a stalking trial. So they, uh, um, and but he always does that. MSNBC yeah, yanked his. But see, that's part of the allure. It's like, hey, this guy. But when you cross why that don't they line, Duck Dynasty. Oh, they've taken the the father's not allowed to be on any more tape. They won't tape with him on. anymore because it's making a shitload of money. Uh, Joe Francis, the winner from uh, the guy who does uh, uh, Girls Gone Wild, he called some. He tweeted or said something about I'm some. Worried about that guy's yeah, credibility. The, this guy called some jurors uh, mentally effing retarded and got in big trouble over that. People, the the, the retarded uh, contingent, got upset about that. So the two 16-year-old girls that he hires to go into the RV and start licking each other, no big deal. But don't you dare make fun of mentally challenged people. Rupert Murdoch uh, this year made a comment or put a a, a, a cartoon of a, of Jewish people in Israel. Or the in, <laughs> made a car put a cartoon that depicted Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu constructing a wall out of Palestinian blood and body parts, uh, and people got offended by this cartoon. This was in the. Uh, this was a published uh, in the Sunday Times. Dude, I'm really excited about this counter. We're going to do it 2014 and uh, at at uh, Hey My Man Podcast 2012 or at uh, Stuber If you If somebody else finds something, let us know yes, immediately. At Hey My Ben. Uh, if, if you see in the news, if it's a band you follow or anybody in any kind of pop culture We're that, calling that, out. that gets offended and has to use an apology, please forward it to us. Because I want to do a counter and we want to see at the end of 2014. How many we got? God willing, we're still doing this right. show at the end of 2014. I want, I want to go like, you know, 77 celebrities had to apologize right. for really dumb and find shit. out who who, apolog- who apologized for something they probably should have, and who apologized for something they who cares. Yeah, Oprah had to apologize for insulting a, uh, a, a calling a store clerk racist when she asked to buy this purse, and the, the store clerk who didn't know who she was said, "Well, maybe you'd look at this one's a bit cheaper," um, insinuating that the store clerk thought she was. Uh, couldn't afford it because she was black. 
But Oprah then decided it wasn't uh, she wasn't going to pursue it when the person was like, "That's not what it was. I was just showing her a cheaper purse." Um, We're so offended. Everyone's just so offended. Yeah, I can't wait to see this counter. All right, what else do we got here? Um, here's, here's some other good ones. And oh, this is my this is a good one. Justin Bieber visits a brothel and has to apologize to his fans after he's seen. Uh, I guess the hooker that he that he slept with took a picture or a video of him sleeping in the hotel and put it on Facebook. Did you see the way that uh, I saw a picture of them escaping the brothel, but the way they covered him up? It's like him and two chicks. Like, like Michael Jackson's kid. Yeah, it looks like it looks like uh, Michael Jackson in blanket. Or Wouldn't you just like strut show- out of the brothel? Why are you escaping? Uh, Reese Witherspoon is uh, had to apologize after uh, she Wait. was arrested for DUI and and basically like uh, was caught quick, on tape. Go ahead. Did Bieber apologize for going to the brothel? Yeah. Why? I think just because he you know his fans are are children and and he doesn't want to lose that contingent because no adult you know parents are probably gonna but be saying like, oh, you're sorry is you still go like that's, right. that's what you're doing <laughs> whatever it doesn't mean it didn't happen. People are stupid. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon uh, got arrested for a DUI and then was completely belligerent to police officers. She didn't go Mel Gibson, but uh, unfortunately got caught on tape and sold to TMZ. Now that one, I understand why she apologized because she was drunk when she said it. That that makes more sense to me than, and it's not just the cop angle, that makes more sense to me than saying something that someone takes out of context or makes you look bad. She was drunk and was going like, Do you don't know you I know am? who I right. am? Like, don't... Uh, which is something celebrity or not, I think when someone sobers up, if if they're you know a decent human being, they go, "Oh, I may have acted right. a little bit out of yeah, you know, just because I'm." Or that's not really the way I normally am, but I was a little bit boozed up. I'm hoping that's the way she normally. I'm thinking that probably oh, is more like how she usually I wish is. She would, yeah. Uh, Julianne Huff dresses up as a Crazy Eyes from uh, Orange Is <laughs> oh, the New yeah. Black, <laughs> and people are offended because they said she was in blackface, which she really wasn't. And what's the difference? The, the, the character's black. Uh, not black face, but... No, she's not black not face. Like with the, Yeah, right. The, she Her face she is dark like skin. Mammy. Right, right. And so, you know, whoever was offended. I don't she's know if any... to look black. If anybody was offended, but apparently somebody thought somebody should be offended. So uh, Beyonce had to apologize for lip syncing the national anthem. Why? I uh, have no idea. <laughs> I'm assuming it's probably better than what she sounds like when she's dancing and singing, out of breath. So it probably was. When we find out that somebody doesn't apologize and just takes it, we gotta like really promote that. Absolutely, person and just put them up on a pedestal and go, "Thank you." Lance Armstrong apologizes for blood doping for everything. Yes, well, and he, he apologizes to Cheryl Crow. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he should apologize. He does nothing but. Here's bad one of the shit. best ones. Uh, Rob Ford apologizes for smoking crack and apologizes for about. Fi- he's the mayor uh, in Canada. Uh, he, what is he? Uh, he just goes, sorry. Well, dude, this guy has apologized. I saw that there's like eight or 10 videos of him apologizing for different stuff. And finally the last one, he's like, listen, enough. Enough of the apologizing. Like, I said, I'm sorry. Like, listen, no, he continuously does more shit that he has to. And he's like, I'm just done apologizing. Like, I, I like the guy. Uh, Paula Dean. Uh, I wish they just had short ones. Like, like, is it true that you smoke crack? Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, right. just, that, that's it. So you're saying you use government funds to, to hire prostitutes and yep oh no. you know what i did i'm sorry right that's it that's all you said just me like, i won't do it again me? just i did <laughs> government funds it, i guess you're right i guess you're right where what's what's today today's tuesday oh fuck sorry that's that's all i want him to say paula dean has to apologize for using the n-word 
Um, a long time ago, right? Yes. Anthony Weiner uh, got caught sexting again. Can you imagine making it big and having to apologize for what you did like when you were 19 or something? I, I, I hope that day never comes. Gosh. I would use my approach. I'll go, I did. You know what? Maybe they were baboons. Maybe they were monkeys. Maybe they shouldn't have had <laughs> weapons. Sorry. Anthony Weiner apologizes for his sexting again. Um, and this, and also if you keep doing it, don't apologize. Like, yeah. Keep, you he can't know, help himself. He doesn't think he's going to get caught cause he changed his name to Carlos danger. Like after your seventh DUI, don't go like, I'm sorry. Just go like, so what I well, do. The thing is he, he what cha- I'm about. This dude. guy changes his name to Carlos danger, finds new chicks on the internet. And then eventually when like, you know, the thrill is gone, he's like, you know, I'm really Anthony Weiner. And they're like, really? Okay. We're going to go ahead and let the, the, the press know so we can be famous because as you'll find out in a minute, um, two celebrity porn videos came out this year. And when I say celebrities, I use that term very loosely. The first is uh, Sydney Leathers, which is the chick who he was going back and forth with the second time. And the second is uh, Farrah Abram, which is uh, from Teen Mom from yeah, uh, yeah. MTV's show Teen Mom. I saw that. I mean, I heard about that. Yeah. So those two young ladies have, uh, they're the only celebrity sex videos that uh, that hit in 2013 so far. But um, and the the uh, the last one is uh, Manti Teo. Don't forget that he had to apologize for making up a fake girlfriend oh. and and making the the nation feel terrible for him. On the Teen Mom though, um, you're supposed to make a like that's what you're known for. You're known for giving it up way too early and in a bad situation. So now now you're gonna get paid for it. You're gonna give it up now. People know who you are. You I don't like, even know what she looked. Does she look good? Uh, I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. I, I don't. I not enough. I didn't for ask you to... if you cared. I just is she good looking or not? Uh gosh, I don't know. I mean, I she don't know. China what... made a porn, so yeah. No, I not not good enough for me to like remember. All yeah. right. Um, here's here's some great Chicago news. So everybody, now it's the end of 2013, and as the nation has looked on, Chicago has pretty much been like the big story as far as uh, bodies being dropped and, and just a, a general genuine dangerous place to live yeah. north side south side east side and west side all together they're, they're proudly calling it Chirac and wearing it as a uh, they absolutely are wearing it as a badge of honor right now there have guess how many deaths we're up to right now at this minute now there's still obviously new year there's there's some time to go because I guarantee it'll, it'll, oh, it'll, it'll yeah there'll still yeah. be some more but uh, it's over 500 no uh, it's 409 murders murders oh murders murders 409 murders Jesus. in 11 years that we've been in the Middle East during this conflict we just cracked in September 2000 I mean that's gonna be even as it is now it's more than one a day I'm bad at math oh Jesus Christ but, you know? but if in 11 years we've only lost 2,000 soldiers really okay in 11 years in, in, in the Middle East mm. And and some of those are are training exercise. Access, you know, there's other things that are happening. Where there's booby traps in the street. Chicago had more deaths. This is just murder. These are and majority gang murders. Four hundred and nine, and that's. I mean, it's now midnight, so it's probably at least four hundred and fifteen. Um, but just to let you know what kind of craziness goes on in Chicago, there's a story that uh, came out in the news this week, and. It, Every couple of months, every couple of years, you see this lady pop up in the news, and they, they, they kind of follow this story. Well, real quick, that's why it pisses me off that Kanye West always like, I'm from the, I'm from Chicago. You don't know you don't know about me. I'm from Chicago. Like like don't don't fuck with me. I go to Chicago. It's like, no, you won't. Dude. No, you won't. Dude, you're bragging about buying furniture from IKEA. You're a different brand yeah, yeah. of people than than what's doing this. Right. 
Um, so the, the title of this article that I pulled off the internet is Notorious Chicago Deviant Arrested for the 897th Time Just After She'd Been Released from Prison. And, and in fact, another... Um, this is crazy. I swear this is like... Uh, I don't know how this happened, but another source said she's actually been arrested 409 times, which is the same amount of... It's weird. Which is the same amount of murders we've had this year. But over her uh, illustrious career as a, as a two-bit criminal... Uh, Shermaine Miles, a.k.a. Shermaine Boone, has been out of jail for one month when she was arrested on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, the 397th time. She's 51 (laughs) years old, and among her prior charges are prostitution, drinking, armed robbery, reckless conduct. Uh, Some people say that she's actually had 446 arrests. I guess that would be outside of the city of Chicago, but just the city of Chicago that has that other number. (laughs) She is a, they describe her as a hated figure on the streets of Chicago's north sides, harassing passengers, excuse me, harassing passersby uh, and terrorizing the community. Miles has been described as a master at working the system. She fakes seizures that mean costly hospital visits only to convince judges to delay her case and return her to the streets, where she is arrested again and again. Uh, this is from the Chicago Sun-Times. She also knows most officers by name and is ranked in the in the top 1% of all current CPD arrests. <laughs> she is convicted and been sent to prison 10 times, record show. Miles' latest arrest this past Wednesday comes one month after her last stint in jail. It's sad, said Alderman James Kappelman, who once feared for his life after Miles chased him with a knife. She really needs a structured environment. This is the alderman. She really needs a structured environment to give us all, including herself, some peace. The real story is that we have someone who is terrorizing our community, and we cannot stop it. My goal is that we do something that that stop. Sure, you can stop it. My goal is that we do something so that she stops falling through the cracks. After her release from Logan Correctional Center in Downstate Lincoln, November 18th. Uh, Miles headed to Humboldt Park to a second chance residential home for ex-inmates. Uh, the Edgewater business community, which dreads Miles' return, had started seeing her again earlier this month. Miles was arrested Wednesday after allegedly being identified as the woman who approached a 63-year-old man in the 5600 block of North Winthrop and stole a set of keys from him, police said. Miles was found nearby drinking and engaging in a physical altercation with a male companion. Uh, so that's the kind of uh, silliness we got going on. I mean, if you have one person who you're arresting 409 times, that's the the uh, the mild estimate of her arrest. Um, that means 409 reports. Oh, I, well, I mean, how many like how many were report, how many reports were written where they couldn't prove it was her, and they're they're like, oh, we know it was her, but they she was out of the area. But yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's got to be three times that amount of reports. You know how three some, times. You know how sometimes they take those pictures and they'll take a bunch of small pictures and put them together, computer generated, to make one large photo. You know, like they'll do like a Times right. cover like that. They should get all her mug shots and make one. They have a bunch of them in this article. Po- yeah, but if they put right. them all together and make one good portrait of her. Uh, that would be a real tip of the cap to at least so, all the photos. Somehow she has not been murdered. I don't know how this is happening, <laughs> yeah, but like, she might know, be one doing the murder. Either that or she's like Omar from The Wire where she's just walking around the city. She's got a trench And people coat. are like, what's her name? She's like, what, what? Charmaine coming, Charmaine coming. She's like, <laughs> Charmaine listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what she's like. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. But um, so, yeah, that's the kind of silliness we got going on out here. Uh, you may have seen her. You just don't know it. 
I don't understand how over – how many times? 409. So over 400 times the judge was like, you've learned your lesson. Right. You're well, what do you do? I mean, at some point we just kill her? No, you just go like, what's the maximum – you know, you still, right. I'm sure oh, they've done that. She's been in prison, state or but federal you prison. Do those stupid laws like I'm assuming uh, state prison, but like you're not allowed to throw your gum on the sidewalk right. in this ordinance. Or how many times you think somebody didn't want to do the paperwork, so they're just like, "I'm just going to drop you off. I'm, I'm drop you off in Indiana." <laughs> right. They just take you right across five points and drop you off right. in the purple steer. Right. <laughs> just leave your ass there. You know what? Take them to the boats. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that. Sharkisha, go gamble. <laughs> right. They just drop them off in East Chicago. Sharkisha. <laughs> Maybe they need to send Sharkeisha as like a special uh, operative into Chicago to find her. Oh my gosh. In a lighter, more fun, exciting topic. In 2013, do you want to guess? Uh, I'm going to give you five guesses and see if you can guess what any of the top boy names are. Mm, Declan. You looked this up, didn't you? No. Oh, that's one of them. No, I'm just, I'm just, uh, that is one of them. I'm just, a big pussy. Uh, Brayden? Nope. I'm surprised oh, it's not. Gosh. But all the kids you know that are Brayden weren't born this year. You know, I guarantee that if you knew a kid no. named Brayden, it's probably like three, four. I That's know. It. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. Guessing off the top of my head. Oh, what's a popular, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the guys in one direction and shit. Like, <laughs> what's their name? Well, it's weird that you say that because all the names on the top 10 names. There's one, maybe two names that I think could actually turn out to be like, you know, fine. Yeah, the rest of these guys are definitely doomed where's, for skinny where's, jeans. Where's John and Mike on that list? Nowhere. Oh, they're somewhere way down the bottom. But that's what I'm saying. These kids are destined for lip Ga- tattoos. And and shit. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the top ten names for boys. Number one, you want me to go from? I'll go ten down. Yeah, so work your at, way to one. At number ten is Owen. Mm. Total pussy, dude. You cannot be tough if your name is Owen. Are you? But this is American. Yeah. Okay. Because if you're not born here, I'll right. accept Owen. Yeah, I would. I would agree. That's what else I was going to say. Or the caveat to the if list. You is. always wear suspenders and one of those newsboy hats. I'll accept it, but you're still a pussy. There's no uh, way you, you got the suspenders, dude. Jude. Oh, that's a humongous pussy. James. No, James is solid. James well, is fine. How did that make it on the list? I don't know. That's Jim. Right. Dude, All right. Jim. Well, would, Jim would smash a beer on his head with you. Emmett. Emmett? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, you don't know I don't anybody know. named Emmett, Emmett Smith. Emmett Till? <laughs> only, uh, Henry, which I like. Really? Henry's yeah. on there? Yep. We're coming around then because they're, they're making, now you got Jim and Hank on there. Oliver? That's what you name your kitten. Right. If you get a kitten that plays with little you know. Oh, they get worse. Now, from here on out, it gets, it gets straight downhill. Okay. Atticus? What? Atticus. No, that doesn't count. I don't accept that. Right. Well, I don't acknowledge that. Obviously, more than one person has named their child Atticus for it, it to make it nationwide. One no. of the, the the it's the number five name. If you go like, oh, meet my son Atticus, I'll just like keep looking at you like you didn't talk. <laughs> like you'd be like, well, you know, you want. I'd be like, wait, uh, meet who? What do you mean? I'm not Atticus. No, meet my son Atticus. Yeah, but you haven't said a name yet. What's your right. kid's name? Uh, Finn. Unless you're from Ireland. Again, you have to be foreign right. for Finn. And, and I would totally accept it if you're from uh, Wales. Declan is number two. <laughs> I knew it. No way. And Asher is number one. That's not a real name. <laughs> Neither is Declan. No, Asher's a last name. I think white people have a lot of nerve making fun of black people names. If you call your kid Asher, Anthony is Anthony yeah. is more way far more yeah. acceptable to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would definitely hang out with an Anthony 
before I would hang out with an Asher. If it's between Demarius or Jude, me and Demarius are going to hang. <laughs> and, hey, real quick, uh, you remember I told you I got my first black guy haircut yeah. a couple weeks ago, or a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. So I went back to the, the 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 place finally to get my haircut again, get lined up. Oh, by the way, a guy I work with never listens to the show. Told me, dude, you got to go to that barbershop in Meyer. They'll hook your shit up, right? man. So I go in there, and it's the guy that I went the one time wasn't there, and and another guy has me sit down, uh, and I you go sprout a whole new relationship. Well, no, he goes. Uh, I said, oh yeah, I've been here. He goes, oh, is this your first time here? I go, no, you know what? I've been here before. He goes, oh yeah. He goes, who who cut your hair? He goes, do you need anybody specific or is it cool if I cut your hair? I go, no, it's fine. And I think these guys get real territorial. If you go back there and they see you and you see the guy that cut your hair last time and you're like, nah, I'm just first available. He's probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, sure. you know, they, they they do a good job. So no, they we, want you to, you to be their customer. Yeah. Women why, in salons do that too. So I feel I'm totally fine at a salon going like, I want a different one because I, I want a sample of them all. You know, I don't want to, I, I don't. Yeah, because they're going to wash your hair and then possibly right. they're going to stoop over. Not and, possibly. That will happen. They're definitely going to stoop over. Uh, So I tell, I sit in the chair and I go to the guy. Uh, He goes, uh, you were here before? He goes, who cut your hair? And I go, oh, you know what? Um, I didn't want to say the guy. I go, uh, it was a guy. He was, uh, he was black, uh, older guy. And he's like, older guy. Um, You know, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And this guy looked real young, but apparently he was older too. So I told him, I go, oh yeah, his name, and I swear I thought this, I go, his name was uh, Andre. And he goes, yeah, uh, we don't have nobody here named Andre. He goes, I came from the Maryville store, but uh, we don't have an. You go, I just assumed it was Andre. He he goes, are you sure his name is Andre? I go, yeah, he was a black guy. He goes, yeah, I I heard you say that. He goes, but but we don't have an Andre. You don't have to keep saying black. (laughs) He looks around, (laughs) only black guys. And uh, so the one guy goes, he's talking about Artie. And I go, man, do I feel like an asshole, dude? Uh, like this guy had the whitest name ever, and I, I called him. I just couldn't it accept Artie? it. Yes, but I couldn't accept it. In my mind, it was just Andre. It had to be Andre. Because I, I wanted it to be authentic. It was the Artie. La Artie. I can't. <laughs> shit, I can't remember. Art Fernie. <laughs> Art Fernie, I couldn't remember. But it. anyway, so this guy uh, that cut my hair, his name was Ivan. So that's an easy one to remember. But dude, black dude, yeah, absolutely. I I and I told him again. I it was funny because it was almost like I had, to, I had to tell him. I go, yeah, it was the last time I was here. I don't know why I said this. I go, last time I was here, you know, it was the first time I had a black guy cut my hair, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I, he goes, and I said, you know, he did but a real good cool job. Now, he, he goes, we did. I said the guy did a real good job, and he goes, oh yeah, we're known for being real meticulous. So he was cool with it. He's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. You say whatever you like. Yeah. Just come back. So after he gets, and I said this the last time, and I, I use this joke every time when I get a new guy because a new black guy, he goes after he gets done comb, cutting my hair because I, you know, I get it parted, and he goes, uh, he looks in the mirror, he goes, "How you like it?" And I said, "I'm ready to raise taxes," you know, because I tell <laughs> yeah, him yeah, I want yeah. the young Republican. The young he goes, Republican. "I like that, the young Republican." So I'm trying to spread the word about the young Republican. Yeah. Well, so, he's already thinking this crack ass. So it's like, yeah. it's good. They just play no, it he up. was down. I, I started talking to him about about black Dude, black you don't sports. Have to, you and, have two black friends now. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, after, after, uh, if Artie ever hears about this, we're probably done. Uh, Ivan's my guy now. I'm going to have to move. I really liked uh, Artie, but apparently. Artie you know, and Ivan? Artie and Ivan. <laughs> you're like, these aren't even real this black guys. This I, is some bullshit. Yeah, this is how I can tell you're not making this up because you would have come up with something way more, <laughs> I don't know, offensive or whatever. Uh, so real quick, the girl names are all hot chick names. Really? Yeah. Oh. Can't go wrong. Sophia? I'll tell you if it moves. All right. Sophia? That's the number one. She could be him. Yeah. Emma. Okay. Isabella. Sure. Olivia. Yes. Ava. Emily. 
Yeah. Abigail. Um, Mia. Abigail. Abby. Um, yeah, sure, Mia. Sure, sure. Madison and Elizabeth. Yeah, those are fine. Well, here's the thing. You those know, aren't that at, weird. At least you know one girl in, um, um, with almost every one of those names that's hot. You might know one yeah, that isn't, yeah. but the one that hot is I like hot. that those aren't super weird. Right. They're not. I'm surprised Emma's still hanging around. I, Emma's a good name. I like that they bring those names back. But that's been like... Uh, no Gertrude, though. It's, yeah, no Mildred. Where's Phyllis on that list? Where the hell is Phyllis? How much does it spend my pocket? <laughs> Mildred. Yeah, Mildred. Whoever thought. Why? How? Yeah. I'm going to give me a piece of Millie. I'm going to break I'm gonna break me off some Millie. This is my wife, Mildred. <laughs> um, real See, quick. Now, why couldn't it be a black <laughs> dude that was married to Mildred? So everybody, my bitch, Millie. everybody knows that uh, that's close to me. And now you guys are going to know. I don't really care about football. I don't really care about baseball, hockey, or any of that. But I'm really into boxing. So this week, uh, something really great happened. Um, Adrian Broner got his ass beat real <laughs> bad. Uh, and that why that's important is because... He looked like he was running. <laughs> like for his life. After the fight, you mean? No, during the oh. fight. Like, you look like he was running away from that dude. <laughs> it definitely like, was. man, I hope I can headbutt him or just get the hell out well, of Well, the dodge. thing about Adrian Broner, he's one of these guys that has a personality where, you know, like, after every fight he has his dad come in there because he's never lost. And after every fight, and he's fought some real good people. He's really, really good. Uh, he was viewed but as... But he, he, he went up in weight class to 147 to uh, welterweight. And uh, he... he um, so after he wins a fight... His normal thing to do is before he'll even you know, Max Kellerman or anybody can interview him, <laughs> he has his dad come. Dad, I brush my hat, and his dad comes up with a, like an afro brush and brushes his hair, and he smiles for the case. He's a real arrogant son of a bitch. <laughs> so he came up in weight, and uh, he fought uh, Marcus Maidana, who literally like beat him like he owed him something. I mean, it was it was it was so one sided, awesome. and you're never you you know. We're only talking about, you know, a couple of like seven pounds difference from where he's normally fighting at. And, um, but obviously after you weigh in, you can, you can, after, yeah, yeah. I mean, after you weigh in, you can go back up, whatever. But so bottom line is after this guy lost this huge, like internet thing blew up where everybody that was so thrilled to see this arrogant dickhead and as soon as he lost, he ran out of the ring instead of staying there to, to say, Hey, you know, you did a good job. And Hey, this guy, it was his day to day and it wasn't my day. He, they filmed him like coming down the aisle where he looked like he was crying. I think his jaw got broke. He was, he was, he was wow. not in good shape. So, uh, this big thing broke out on uh, Instagram, which I'm new to Ben. That's your thing. My thing was Twitter before. Yeah. So I saw these memes and for anybody who doesn't know what that is. That's like when somebody puts a picture and then there's like words on top of it or words on the bottom or, you know, they take a picture and alter it and they make it like a funny saying like a, on like the a picture. visual trend. Right. Yeah. So there was a couple of memes about him losing where they took the picture of him getting knocked because he got knocked down in the second and the eighth round, like knocked the fuck down. And people, you know, obviously the people who were photographing the fight took pictures of that and they were put on the internet. So people were taking the pictures of him, like falling, you know, laying underneath the ropes or whatever and taking them out of that and Photoshopping him into other pictures. So I decided, Hey, you know what? I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. So I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. God, I so saw a bunch of them, man. <laughs> I, I created now, instead of being obvious because I'm a creative guy, I, instead of using Adrian Broner as the, uh, as the, <laughs> the main theme of my pictures, I decided to use his big fat dad, 
uh, Thomas Broner, who's the guy who who white who brushes his hair with the Afro brush. And he wears the long sleeve green shirt for the fight, like a so, T-shirt style. So I took a picture that is like a, a notorious, uh, what probably the best one that I found, the clearest picture I found of this uh, on the internet, and I basically photoshopped Thomas Broner into about every conceivable picture movie, you know, with his red ski cap and yes. green shirt. And so if you go to my Instagram now, which is uh, at, and you remember we talked about before, one of the most popular of 2012, one of the most popular tweeter tweeters was dad boner. So I decided to do a play on that. And mine is dad broner. So if you go to Instagram and you search hashtag dad broner, you'll be able to see all these pictures. And in each of these pictures, I put, you know, Hey, my man podcast at the bottom or whatever. So hopefully People like the pictures, think they're funny, and they'll come back and listen to the podcast. And also, I'm a huge boxing fan, so it works out both. Dude, I swear to God, I thought that was, when that first like few I saw, I thought that was Old Dirty Bastard that you were putting in those pictures. I was like, there's no way that's not Old Dirty Bastard. You should start an Old Dirty Bastard. Especially when I saw, oh, that'd be <laughs> wonderful. Especially when I saw him with the brush in his, in his hand, like he's getting ready to comb down. Well, I guess so far, I started doing this like, I don't know, uh, like five days ago, four days ago. Michael Rappaport, the Michael Rappaport. Uh, I did one of him, and then he 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 liked it and started following me, and actually, really? yeah, he's like, "Oh, look at I've made it!" And it's him getting his hair combed by uh, <laughs> Thomas Broner. So, um, hopefully, you'll see a lot more Dad Broner uh, pictures. If you see one now, you know what it is because a lot of people right. are asking me, like, "What the hell is that? The black dude like brushing people's hair? You you put him in all kind of? I put him like you know, it's catching there's, fire. There's a picture of." Uh, uh, Kim Kardashian and Ray J like on the bed together oh, and he's he's one. brushing Ray J's <laughs> yeah. hair I like the ones where you invert them and he's like sideways or something <laughs> catching like, a football he's like laying under a football player <laughs> brushing his helmet um so unfortunately uh this is probably going to be or un- unfortunately or not this is going to be the last episode before the new year it's going to be a whole different show next year we got a lot of things planned um by that, I mean in the next couple of days we'll have something planned. But by the time you hear this, we will have some stuff planned out. Yeah. We're planning on, I think, doing a lot more uh, going out and doing stuff on the street, more uh, more Ben on the street kind of stuff, maybe Dave and Ben on the street kind of stuff. But we're definitely going to get out there. So if you know somebody who's in a band, if you know somebody who's a comedian locally, if you know somebody who's written a book, if you know anybody anybody that wants to, to that's you know from this area, uh, we're going to try to, I think, be a lot more area-centric. So anybody you know that wants to get their name out, um, have them send us an email at uh, heymymanpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at heymyman2012 at Twitter, at heymyben, uh, at stuperdaveinc. You could find, I mean, there, there's uh, go to the website, www.heymymanpodcast.squarespace.com, the Facebook page, whatever. Uh, tell your friends. Um, anybody, you know, that has something they want to promote, if it's worthwhile, we'll take a look at it. We'll listen and we'll, uh, we'll give them a shot to, uh, to promote we're trying, to, trying to do a little bit. Uh, I don't know if it really any other podcast, there may be some, I'd like to meet them. Uh, but there's really, we're kind of it in the region. So, you know, Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana, if you're trying to get your, your band, trying to get some following and you, uh, you know, or trying to get your stuff going or if, um, you know, a, a business. I know. Uh, I talked a little bit about Wild Rose Brewing. They're gonna start, you know, doing some groundbreaking stuff. So I'd like to incorporate them a little bit. But basically, yeah, if you have uh, an upstart business, it's a good. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna try to try to do the thing for the region because 
we're in a few years as of now, and uh, you know, it's that or the times. Nobody really reads the paper. <laughs> well, hopefully, you don't get all your news exclusively from us, since we usually only talk about one or two news stories that are funny to us. But Sharkisha, if you're uh, some holiday reading, Pendulette. I just read Pendulette's God No. I don't. Is, what, is uh, it is it his, a memoir or is it? It's he's like super atheist, you know. He's like uh, like like aggressively atheist, you know. He thinks it's like you know how like a hard a hardcore Christian will will put a lot of effort into converting everyone around him. He's mm-hmm. the same thing, but opposite. Like Richard you know, Dawkins. Yes, yes, very much. But it's not all about that. He just sort of parallels some of his life stories. Uh, it was a pretty funny read. It was real good. And if you're uh, tired of hanging out with your Family and you need a few minutes quiet time. God know by Pendulette. That was good. And I read Artie Lang's new one too. What did you think of it? I thought it was, you know what? Years crash ago, and Burn. Y- crash and Burn by Artie Lang. Years ago, I read uh, American Psycho. Like years and <laughs> years ago, right? I can't wait for this comparison. When I got done with American Psycho, the book was far worse than the movie, which is pretty offensive. Which is crazy. You mean far worse, at not bad, I mean, far worse. As I mean, a- it's far more graphic, right. far more violent, right. far more There's only so much you can psychotic. do with rated art. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But I remember after I finished reading American Psycho, by the time I was done, I was like, "That was, I'm, I'm glad I read it, but I'm glad I'm done. I need to go take a shower, and I need to go do exercise, something that doesn't involve drugs or, or violence. No Phil Collins for the next year. Yeah, hey, you like Phil? Uh <laughs> But yeah, I felt that way after this. I, I mean, I flew through it. Like, I really, really enjoyed the book. I thought it was great, and I read it probably a There's third. no way you flew through that book. Yeah. No. Every mean? fucking detail is like, there's that that that's the only thing I would say about that book, that I, you, like, there's no way you can turn the page. You, you literally have every single detail about every single stitch of clothing, about every single, anyway. See, I read it like a third grade level. I thought it was perfect for me. <laughs> it wasn't like... Now, Pendulette, I had to pull out my thesaurus a couple of times and go, what the fuck is he talking about? But, uh, no, but I, I liked it, but when I was done, I was like, man, I'm good. I'm I'm good on that for a while. Because it's so dark. Like, he, his drug problem, I thought, I knew he was, like, on drugs. I don't think anyone realized. Really <laughs> bad. I mean, it was, like, monument, like, really, really bad. The amount of money... Uh, that he blows and horrible things he does is how about the Playboy amazing. Mansion when he has no ass in his pants and has to stand with like a row hedge while his Dude. his, his <laughs> assistant smoking weed with Sarah Silverman. There's a story in there where he talks about when you're when you're on heroin, the shits that you take are far and few between. <laughs> yeah. But when you do take them, they're like like historically bad. They're like you can't escape them. He's going to do a show in Detroit and uh, he meets this guy who's gonna you know, go into business with him and, and give him some capital to start doing his like website, website radio show. Uh, well, this guy flies him on his private jet and all of a sudden it hits him. Like he's got to take this horrible heroin shit and he does it. And they're on this. So he's surrounded by all these beautiful, rich people. And they're like, I said, they're, they're all immaculate and polite. It's like a 10 seater private. It's a tiny. So yeah, it's like a, like a limo basically. And, and he takes this horrible shit. Not, Dude, I have never laughed out loud. Like, the book is dark, but right. I think like, I like had to put it down for. A I was laughing so hard at this guy's miserable. The, <laughs> but yeah, but the way he describes right. taking a horrible and I can just picture all the people just being so disgusted and like, why did we bring this fat motherfucker on the plane with us? Uh, yeah, so it's super dark, but there's a couple spots that, that imagine they're smelling it while it's happening. Oh. Then he said that the worst part was when he came out of the bathroom. Like literally, you're right next to these people. <laughs> 
and the air is circulating, and, and then they, they served up sushi. Right after. And all they had been talking about was, like, how they could not wait to eat and how good the catering right. was. So he goes and takes this horrible dump. He's the only person that – he said, like, he nodded off because he was so fucked up. And then he woke up and forgot it happened and was like, oh, he started digging into the food. He was the only person that touched it. I don't, you have to read it, but that – No, it was a great book. Absolutely. Really like, I, I, did, I did fly through that. But when you were when you were done, weren't you like, like man, like I needed to read Sneetches on the Beaches afterwards. I was like, I need to cleanse my you my palate. your children. Yeah, dude. Um, I I think did did you tweet you tweeted something that said like I'm not even a drug addict, but I need to go to rehab after reading yeah, Crash and Burn. I started feeling like like I'd come home from work and I'd have a couple beers or something, and I go, man, maybe I need to, maybe I need to put this beer down. Maybe I got an issue. Like he you get he describes life as a drug addict. Like you said, in such great detail and uh, and and just very very well that he puts you in his mind at the time, especially when he's talking about like his suicide attempts. Uh, you get in his head so deep, at least I did. That yeah, when I would go into my normal life, when I wasn't reading the book, mm-hmm. I would go, man, maybe I'm kind of fucked up too. <laughs> and so that's the sign of like something that really got right. to you. It's like it's like trying watching Train Spotting and not feeling super weird afterwards or whatever. I only feel really weird after watching Dazed and Confused, but that's a that's a story for another time. Uh, or Teletubbies. I, I still want you to read The Blood Meridian, because I, I told oh, you yeah, I, haven't, yeah, I haven't been able to get through it. So maybe your homework before from now until the next time you we do it? the new year. I have it on my Kindle, so uh, you, you can get it at the library for sure. Yeah, maybe you should I come forgot up, to write it down. Maybe but. you should come up with a book, and I'll come up with a book, or we'll go to – if P, anyone can tweet us in the next you know two, three days – um, on a book that you read or put it on Facebook, um, that, and I'm specific, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to read anything that's like a true war. Well, maybe I will, but I don't really want to read books about, you know, the, uh, what the, the, the um, the, what's the guy, uh, what, the guys went in and killed Osama bin Laden or I don't, that, that kind oh, of stuff really okay. doesn't, doesn't do anything to me. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like biographies, autobiographies, true crime, even you know fiction, but mm-hmm. suggest whatever, and uh, we'll pick something. I'd like to do that, and like you know, yeah, it'd be a an interesting thing. To yeah, do. I like being a guinea pig for the show. I like doing weird stuff for it, so I'm in. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. We will see you in 2014. Happy holidays, everybody. Later. <laughs>